So what should I be finding stuff on? Because well, I'm not you prepared. should have done your homework this morning. Yeah, you should have. But you didn't. You had you an entire trailer week. instead. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, we're gonna record tonight. So what should I do instead? I should go buy a trailer." And you then- know, this is kind of like my. This is what I do. You know, like I'm like, oh, I have to do this thing, but I'm gonna start a massive project right before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build a closet right before I start my new semester. <laughs> so. Um, and, oh, yeah. This is the Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we bar- we've been trying to start this recording for 36 minutes and we're barely here. At this oh, point. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Kristen from Maine. Amber from Indiana. Kat from Ontario. And that's it for tonight, because Jamie's working, whatever. Once oh. again, the bitch has to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. That's the dumbest oh, shit I've ever heard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a terrible person now, because Cody works like three jobs. <laughs> I'm sitting here, you know. I work too, but yeah. I'm home. <laughs> yeah. My- you <laughs> You don't get paid for your work, and that yeah, is horrible. And you also don't get any meal breaks. Yeah. Or bathroom breaks. See? Or bathroom breaks, right? Mike works three jobs. Sleeping breaks. Jesus. Lincoln's only working one job. Well, Mike's... Mike's... What an underachiever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to tell him to go find two more. <laughs> yeah. Should. Tell him to keep up. <laughs> Isn't, I mean, we can get really serious with this and say, isn't that sad? <laughs> you have to overwork in order to afford things. Feed your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm super fortunate that my um, leaving my job ended up qualifying for the Pandemic Unemployment Act. So nice. I'm getting unemployment, which is amazing. That's really good. Thank you. And but you know, here's the thing. I was thinking about this today and I was like, geez, can you imagine the power workers would have if you just knew you had income no matter what? Like if we had a UBI yeah. or something like that and we had universal health care. Because then that yeah. takes all the pressure off the workers to maintain employment yeah right yeah it puts all yeah. the pressure on the employers to provide it makes them more valuable yeah yeah yes. and so i was like oh that's why it will never happen in america mm-hmm. because they want us like frantic they just are desperate for that yeah yeah they want us working working and working and not having to work about or worry about not working yeah right I mean? yeah and that's why they want everyone to go back to work so because they're afraid that mm-hmm. once the weather gets nice there's going to be more protests i guarantee you that's oh, yeah. why they're pushing yeah. everyone back to work in school yeah yep they are ending the mask mandate here no six yeah Ew. well it says it says um oh shit see i could see if i can find it but i probably won't find it under pressure <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, Mar- or April 6th, they are ending the mass mandate. It's like an advisory. It's like not a requirement. You know, federal buildings will still have to do it, obviously. But it's so dumb because 
the governor was like, oh, well, you know, I'll still wear it. Okay. And you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it was like, mm. so yeah, they're taking it off. But they said, uh, you know, it's a, it's like, a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like selective to the business. Like they can say that you have to wear it. Oh, that's um, nice. So now out. is there any protections for that business if they say no? Because like, you know, what's going to happen people are going to friggin be total assholes yeah yeah like what are the what's the protection for that small business you know yeah uh, okay so i was listening but sorry no just real quick the thing is is that it's going to be no different than the way it has been because around here people don't take it seriously and if i go into a small business i'm usually the only one wearing a mask and oh wow between for the last year i mean it's always been like that so it's never been pushed wow and unless like like me and cody were just talking about this the other day he went to the smoke shop in plummet which is the town next to us where he works and it's a bigger town than what we live in but he went to the smoke shop and he's like i felt so stupid i was the only person in there wearing a mask oh my gosh yeah good for him for keeping it on yeah yeah, he did. And he did say, and he went to Midwest the other day, which is a gun store. And he, he was also, even the employees, he was the only one wearing masks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's what he said. He was like, that's such crap. He's like, they, it's one thing to not wear it, but now your employees aren't wearing it either. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. But yeah, that's how it's always been yeah. here. So <coughs> I don't see it changing anything. This is going to cause the super spreader. I was, I was, um, watching this epidemiologist on TikTok. Uh oh, are you there? Oh, you're back. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You I have out. to keep touching my phone so I don't, I don't. Oh, I think that's so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> um. Uh. So she was saying, okay, so here in Canada, the vaccines, well, at least in Ontario, are not getting rolled out fast enough. And so a lot of the places in the U.S., but mainly North America, is just kind of lacking in in its vaccinating. And then a lot of people are just, now that they're vaccinated, they're just taking off their masks. They don't, like, we don't need this anymore. But the problem is, is that this is how the virus kind of gets smart. Right. And it's like, well, now I'm going to bring my friends. Right. And we're going to start invading your body because you're trying to fight us off. And it's just, it's going to create like mass variants that are going to be way, way, way deadlier. And yeah. science has been saying for the last, I don't know how many years, it's coming. We're, right. we're due for a huge uh, friggin' population wiping virus. And nobody paid attention and this is it. And it's not even going to, you know what? I don't even think it's going to happen in the next few months. I think by the end of this year and into next year, we are going to see like what the, what they saw in 1918. That's what we're going to see. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. It's so scary. Yep. Yeah. Everyone around here who has their vaccine is like, well, I'm immune. I'm so I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, you still have to. Like, stay home for two weeks after because it's not even ready, like, in your body. And you have to still wear a mask. Yeah. You can't just go out and do whatever you want, yeah. guys. And it's not even <laughs> protecting you against the new variants. Like, they're already saying, like, shit, guys. <laughs> uh, we kind of, like, 
you know, we kind of screwed up here because now we've got these new variants and nothing's responding to it. So cool, amazing. It's gonna be so much fun. It's be great. That's why we bought a camper. <laughs> That's why we bought a camper. <laughs> So that we She's can, preparing. so that we can like still have a little fun, but not have to worry about like going to hotels or yeah. You know, at least just breathe our have own watched, air. Have you watched uh, The Walking Dead? Yeah, mm-hmm. the first season where they live out of that camper. Yes, <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> you know that the guy who played uh, what's his name, um, the old guy there. Yeah, yeah, Herschel. No. No, I don't know, but I know who no. you're talking about. Yeah. He played the old guy. The first, the first old, old guy. guy. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah. And he, yeah. With the hat? Yes. He is on this show, Billions, and he plays Paul Giamatti's dad, and he's, like, super evil. And Lincoln and I always crack up because we were like, oh, Billions is, like, in the universe before The Walking Dead. And that's... Then after <laughs> that, he, like, oh, Dale. He changes his name to Dale, and he goes off Dale. in a camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he would be super rich, so he would have like a vaccine or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. And... yeah. <laughs> that's how he. What survived. if that's where it's going? You know. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen the 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 footage on Walking Dead where it was like it went into the brain or whatever <laughs> the virus. Yeah. Oh well. <sighs> I know. Well, when we watched um, uh, Last Man on Earth. We were all like, ha, 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 that's funny. That would never <laughs> yeah. happen. People would never, like, let a virus go en masse. Just, like, the government would stop it. And here we are in real time. And all the governments are like, well, we can't do anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, you know sorry, what's funny is if US. you look at... <laughs> if you US look at... Then. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say, if you look at the other one, like, what is it, Australia? They only had, like, a lockdown for, like, four weeks or I something. Yeah. They're back to normal. They're so smart. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, there's that whole moved Australia. There's that whole Davos thing, which is, I, I'm so excited I got to work that in somehow because I am just like, yeah, let's talk about I it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I just finished the two part. It was I was listening to a podcast. It was a two part podcast, and they did the whole. They're they're conspiracy realists, right? So they they take a conspiracy and then they kind of like pick it apart and they they figure out the truth and the gains and they really kind of dive into it and find out like like where any of the truth stands so davos is um it's a meeting of the elite it's a real thing they get together once a year basically to talk about the fate of the world it's a real thing it's not like you know one of those crazy conspiracy theories um and last year when they met it uh, the huge topic of conversation is the great reset so they kept using that word and it got leaked out because they do have reporters there you can go there you pay thirty thousand dollars and you can go oh, that's that it it's like <laughs> <chump change. laughs> so what happens is is that people who have like other types of agendas they'll go and they'll they'll take the wordings and they'll switch them to be whatever they want but but the great reset basically involves um them taking climate change seriously i mean this is this is the world this isn't like just north america or you know like money hungry countries this is like every single country every single um head of 
any corporation, like head of oil, head of like every, they're all there. They're there for a week and they're talking. And basically they're like, okay, listen, we need to fucking fix the planet because shit's going down. So they decided that, yeah, this, this virus right now, they're going to be able to use it to their benefit to be able to do that. I think that's why they're just kind of going like, well, you know what? We've got some pretty big populations in this area and this area. We could stand to friggin' lose some people. Okay. Yeah. And we'll get the important people vaccinated right away and then just let everyone else fight it out. And, and, and yeah. I hate to be that person. Like, I hate to say like that kind of stuff because you listen to the anti-maskers maskers and the way that they talk. They have some of these points. They're just not quite there yet because they think it's a hoax. Whereas I'm like, oh, no, this isn't a hoax. They want us all dead. Yeah, they do. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, you, 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 you should listen to those episodes. It's like mind blowing. And it's true. What was it called? So the podcast itself is called uh, Stuff They Don't Want You to Know. Oh, I love. Oh, do that you? Are oh, you listen to them? Yeah. Yes, they're so good. They just, like I said, they just break everything down so that you kind of have a, an idea of what's, what's what, you know? Yeah. Um, we uh were watching. Um, oh, hang on, I've got to do a shout out, uh, to a new listener. Um. There, I'm sorry, I can't remember their TikTok name. It's something like Dead Whore 666. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm a whore. It's something about a whore 666. Anyway, they like. Oh, here, I'll look it up real quick. What (laughs) was this somebody that commented? No, they commented on um, one of Paperclip 78's videos because Paperclip is Uh... my kid. And okay. so they commented, and I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard. I know there's a whore in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm gonna find this whore. <laughs> and then it's six six six. But anyway, we were watching 2012 last night, and um, I've watched this movie like because it's like three hours long. I've watched it. I don't know, probably 20 times because it's like always on right. TV. You know. And so I'll just always pop it on because I love John Cusack and it's just a fun movie to watch. And I was watching it with critical eyes last night for some reason. And at the, the, so the whole premise of the movie is that rich people have paid, you know, um, 1 billion euros each for each seat on these arcs. (laughs) And um, there's supposed to be eight arcs that they're going to, they they have this boarding procedure. They have to go to China. They have to get on these arcs and they're going to be safe and they will help save humanity. And supposedly there are supposed to be regular people chosen by geneticists to like, you know, further the human race. But the whole idea of the movie is that things have moved up and all the world leaders are basically like, screw everybody else. I'm going to China. <laughs> Except for John Cusack and his family, you know, because they get there. right. And um, but then at the end, okay, so at the end, they're like, "Hey, great news! It turns out the continent of Africa never flooded." 
And now we're on our way there. And Bunny and I just looked at each other and I was like, wait, these, (laughs) these arcs full of the richest, worst people in the world (sighs) are now headed to the only place that didn't flood and they're going to colonize it. (laughs) And I was like, this is a problem. This movie is, this is very Mm -hmm. bad. (laughs) And that's how they end it. That's the hopeful ending. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but they—I mean—the whole premise of the movie is that the, all the wealthy people they buy their ticket and they're like, "Screw all of right. it," right? Which is super realistic. It's not, a, it's not a coincidence that Elon Musk is like talking about colonizing space and everything now at this point. Yeah. You know, they yeah. know they know it's over. Yeah. Why? And they're just going to leave yeah. us. Oh god! I hope they leave soon. That's right, because we might have a chance. You know, right. <laughs> we might have a chance if we all got together. We might figure it out. Yeah, um, I want to jump Elon in real go. quick, if that's okay, and yeah. just say, "Did you find our whore?" I did. Her her name is um, it's dot dumb h o zero r e six six six. She said that she okay, loves there. our podcast and she said that she said it a million, five million times to your daughter. So, <laughs> I wish I knew your name and we didn't have to call you what that is. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being a fan. Thanks, Dumb Whore. Oh. We love you too. <laughs> That's a great name. It is. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so should we talk about some fun stuff instead of doing the cast? I have. You guys start. I have a true crime story. I know. Well, I know my story is not not happy. Mine's kind of long. So, if, is yours long too, or mine? No. Yes. No. My. Well, but if you want to go first. Okay, I want to. I want to tread lightly on this one because it is ongoing right now. Okay. 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 Um, but we can totally bash her husband. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so Maya Millet or Milliette. I don't know if it's Milliette or Millet. Um, she is from the Chula Vista area in California. Uh, she went missing on January 7th after having an argument with her husband. She locked herself in her room after three days. Um, they filed a missing persons because she locked herself in her room, somehow managed to leave it, left both her cars. They can't find her cell phone, but it's off. And none of her credit cards have been used. And apparently the past, um, her and her husband have been fighting a lot. And in February, he decided to stop cooperating with the police and got himself a lawyer after they searched the house. So now he's keeping the kids away from the family and he's not having any contact with with Maya's family. And her family is like once a week, they're getting together and they're um, having vigils and, you know, they're just trying to do everything they can to try to find her. I'm sorry, I missed um, when. How when is it, this is happening now? This is happening now, yeah. So she went missing okay. January seventh, and so oh wow, okay, yeah. So she's still gone, and there's no sign of her. She's just she's just gone, now. yeah. And yeah, 
like I said, she was in a locked room in her house. And then she, the reason her brother went there. So I read a couple different things and I don't know exactly which I'm, which one is most accurate. Um, but apparently her brother went to visit and there's one thing that says that he went to the door, knocked on it and heard her in there, which was two days after she locked herself in the room. But Whoa. there's another story that he went to the house and her husband, Larry said, um, just that she had locked herself in a room and she wasn't coming out and basically like to have him leave. So I don't know which one is, is accurate. Well, I'd never trust now what you say about somebody named Larry. Right. So. Don't trust him either. That's super <laughs> stupid name. Distrustful name. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think if I know anybody named Larry, I'm going to get like an angry phone call, but I don't think so. <laughs> and i know that like people like when when i i know that it's not uncommon for the spouse to lawyer up and it's not uncommon for them to not like i mean he's not showing up to any of the vigils he's not showing up to um just anything like he's being completely that seems kind of yeah yeah and I mean where like she left both of her cars like where is she going on foot nobody saw her on foot nobody saw her walking around like did she wear shoes did she take shoes with her did she take clothes with her I mean I know that right now they're being very um quiet too about about all of the details but I mean these are questions that obviously that somebody's asking right so well yeah Oh, okay. So this is, okay. This is the lady. I'm sorry. I'm like catching it all from my head right now. <laughs> this is the lady that's close to Cindy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Cindy, our friend from last week's podcast. Yes. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. And of course her husband brings up like, oh, she loves to go hiking. You know, anybody yeah. who goes hiking, anybody who loves to go hiking, they're taking their stuff with them. You know what I mean? They know yeah. the procedures and yeah. all that. They're yeah. taking water. They're taking food. They're taking a backpack filled with stuff. You know, like. It's kind of a red flag that he's not, like, going to any of, like, if there's, like, any, uh, I don't want to say vigils, but I guess that's what it yeah. is. Um, that seems kind of Yeah. Odd. He's not going to search parties. But I, yeah. That seems kind yeah. of odd. Like, I couldn't, like, if Cody was missing, I wouldn't be, like, at home watching Netflix when there's, like, things going on that are trying to find him. Yeah, right? Or maybe I would. Right, right? I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody come at me. (laughs) We're just listening. We're not judging. (laughs) And that's the thing. They say that you're not supposed to judge how someone's reacting in a stressful situation, right? right? However... I feel that you can judge when certain behaviors are not being like even do it for, for, I don't know, like, like, I don't know if you wanted to not be suspicious, wouldn't you do the opposite? You'd be like overcompensating, right? You'd be like Chris, <laughs> which Watts, maybe like... puts him on the wrong side of it, you know, <laughs> you know, 
He's really teetering tottering for me. Yeah. <laughs> this Larry. <laughs> That's my story. So, well, I hope she's found and it's not something we're talking about in a year. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are GoFundMe pages and there are uh, Facebook pages. There's one, sorry, there's one GoFundMe page and then there's Facebook pages. Um, just finding out some more details. You can even go on Reddit. And the subreddit is Maya Miliete. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Scary that stuff like that still happens. I mean, and we've all experienced it in our areas too. Yeah. People just going missing and never knowing what happened to them. Yeah. Um, Amber, do you want to share your story? You said it's yeah, long. I mean, it, it looks long, but it might not take so long to talk about. Come on. I got to find my glasses. <laughs> I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, I don't know if you guys heard of this lady. Her name is Renee Bach. No. Um, So, one thing I want to mention is a TikTok. We talk about TikTok a lot. We do. But um, there's a girl on TikTok. It's called uh, True True Crime by Cam, I believe. And she has some really good stories on there. Just like and a lot of them are very recent, but um, this is where I got this this lady from. Um, okay, so I just want to apologize in advance because this takes place in Uganda, and there's a lot of words that I am sure that I am mispronouncing. Okay. <laughs> and I meant okay. to look up the pronunciation, and I forgot until a half an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is in 2009. The city is... Jinja, J-I-N-J-A, Uganda, um, a 19-year-old American woman, Renee Bach, moved into a large house in the district of Mass. In her teens, she had assisted U.S. missionaries with charities along with other teens from evangelical, evangelical churches. So after she did this, she felt like this decision to move there and buy this house and run a charity was a calling from God. For a while, um, it didn't give me like a specific time. I got most of this information from NPR, but it didn't give like a specific time. But for a while, she only provided meals to the hungry twice a week for a number of months. And it was an upwards of a thousand children lined up for her meals twice a week. Um, In the fall of 2009, she claims she received a call from one of the staff members at a local hospital asking for help feeding some of the severely malnourished children. She said that she was told that the children had stabilized. They just needed to be fed. She then quickly turned her home into a center for the children and mothers could, I'm sorry, words, and into a, to the Lord have mercy, <laughs> into a center for the children and mothers so they could live there while the children were recovering. And this included a free rations, medicine, and a Bible. Mm. So this was so this was all in 2009 2010. Um, by the summer of 2011, she had hired three Ugandan nurses, and and they stocked a room she referred to as the clinic with medical gear. Now this is where we get into the name. Um, so one of the nurses, whose name was K R A M L I C H, which I think is like Cromleek, Crom. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Um, So anyway, this lady, she was like super like, like unsettled by just how sick these kids were. 
Um, they had pneumonia, they had um, intestinal parasites, tuberculosis, and some were even in stage four HIV. Mm. Um, and every week a child would die. This nurse also discovered that Bach had been doing a majority of the medical care herself. So just to go back, this is a 20-year-old woman Whoa. with no medical experience graduated high school and moved here um most of like her charity and like things that she like uh like her funding was coming from her church back home like a few church circles were were donating money to her charity in uganda um so (laughs) of course renee had had kept a blog online to you know blog about her adventures and there was a baby somebody brought in a baby it was like a 16 or six-month-old baby. Um, her name was Patricia, and they come in, and she wasn't breathing, and it was, like, all kinds of problems. And so she hooked up the baby to oxygen. This is Renee Bach. Um, she took her temperature, started an IV, and checked her blood sugar, tested for malaria, and looked for at her HP count, which is the hemoglobin. I was attempting to diagnose, diagnose the many problems that could potentially be at hand. This is from her blog um she was positive for malaria her hb was 3.2 which is a big problem so then she needed a blood transfusion so after she gave her her blood transfusion about 30 minutes later the the nurse Cromlick, i'm gonna like probably get a freaking lashing for that um (laughs) her neck and her face started swelling a lot and then that's about the moment that bach decided to call this nurse um, so I walk in, she recalls, and there's this child swollen, wheezing. Um, she could see the blood still being transfused into Patricia's vein. And Bach says, you know, I think she might be having a reaction, but I don't know. Because, you know, Google says that if they're having a reaction, they would have a rash. And there's no rash. So after all this happened, there's like civil suits and like the, you know, all this stuff. So this is kind of uh, her Uh, defense I guess you could say she says um, it's true she would sometimes perform medical procedures such as running the tubing into a child for a blood transfusion or inserting an IV but it was also or always under the request and direction of a medical professional professional which is obviously what people are saying is not true so in 2011 she took in 129 children and 20% of them died 2012 the oh death rate God. was 18%. In 2013, she had hired two doctors by then, and it was still 10%. So the whole time... Oh how is she God. still getting I know. kids? Well, I don't think that this woman reported it until, like, 2014 or something. <gasps> like, if 20% of anything yeah. dies, yep. that's a problem. Yeah. So within the whole time that she was running this charity, 105 children died. Oh, my gosh. Under her care. Wow. It's where it's at now. It's still civil suits. Um, she was saying that she had a problem with getting the people. It's 2014. Her, her uh, center shut down. She said that um, she would take these children to the hospital and they would say, oh, we don't deal with malnourished children. You'll have to take them back to your center. Which the pediatricians in the hospital are like, yeah, that's, that's, pre- that's preposterous. That's bullshit. <laughs> 
So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So now it's in civil suits, and she's back living in Virginia, Ugh. just chilling. Of course. Yeah. Wow. She said that um, this is a lady, um, or I'm sorry, not a lady, one of the pediatricians um, on the case or whatever. He says anywhere in anywhere else in America, she would have been prosecuted. She would be behind bars in the U.S. I don't think she would have lasted two hours. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. That's in that's insane. Yeah. So she used insane Google to yeah. treat children, babies. Oh, just like my doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, sorry. My doctor used WebMD. <laughs> if there's no rash, according to Google. Yeah. Well, okay. So there are two possibilities, right? I mean, these are kids that were like, quote unquote, I hate to even say it, but like mm-hmm. throwaway kids. The, you the know? place that she went, this, this, this city was, um, most of its districts were like severely poor. Um, like one of right. the poorest in Uganda, they said. So it's like, right? So they're they're just looking, attention. and I think they even referred to her as the white doctor because they were so used right. to, you know, white people coming in and having the white savior complex and saving these kids. So mm. they were just like, oh, this young blonde woman is here to help us, and she wasn't. Wow, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's amazing how much people can get away with just by acting like they right. know what they're doing. Like the majority of the politicians in the world. Right. All right. Well, I do have something because I, I just <laughs> did research. So. <laughs> Because I couldn't remember, I actually was thinking about this a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I don't even know, I don't know if we've really talked about this, but um, this is, this has a little bit of a personal connection for me. I worked at a hotel throughout college and um, a little bit of high school, and then after my kids were born, I went back and I worked there part-time. And it was a hotel that was like, mm, oh, it was okay. Not great, but it was not horrible, but it was close to the highway. So it was easy access for people who were like, we had a lot of drug dealing in the parking lot because they could get right on the highway from practically from the hotel. They could escape quickly. We had a lot of sex workers who would um, rent rooms there like for a week or two. They would come up from other places and, and advertise on Craigslist at the time. And so we had this one woman um, who always seemed very nice, um, but it seemed like she was kind of stuck in an impossible situation. Uh, she always had a man with her who was like her handler. You know, he was like, he would like check on her. And then she would have a lot of male visitors. And she also had a child who was with her. And the guy who was with her would take the child while she was having her clients come up and see her right and so like the police were aware we had actually called the police a couple times because he this guy um also like was Mm. kind of violent to her sometimes 
And so we had called the police because of domestic violence and, but no one really did anything, you know, no one, you know, it's like, they just don't really, they don't really care that much. And, um, so then she stopped coming and no one really thought of it. Well, a couple of years later, um, her body was found in Long Island, um, at this place called Gilgo Beach. And it turned out she was one of between 10 and 16 people over 20 years who was murdered by this person known as the Gilgo Beach Killer or the Craigslist Ripper. And this this was part of what got the Craigslist changes made. This is the Craigslist Uh, Killer? Is it the same one or is it a different one? This is the Craigslist Craigslist Ripper. This is a different one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the victims were found. I'm reading this from a Wikipedia um, article, but there's a ton of stuff. And actually, there's a really active subreddit about it where people are actually trying to, like, really sleuth out what happened. Because this guy is still at large, this killer. Oh, wow. That's scary. So it's really scary. The victims were found along Ocean Parkway near... Um, the remote beach towns of Gilgo and Ocean Beach. Oh, oh, sorry, Oak Beach in Suffolk County and the area of Jones Beach State Park in Nassau County. And the remains of four victims were found in um, December 2010 and six more sets of remains were found in March and April of 2011. And police believe the latter sets of remains predate the four bodies found in 2010. So then later on in 2011, they found they police said that two of the newest sets of remains were the work might be the work of a second killer. Holy crap. But then on November 2011, the police said that one person is responsible for all Mm. 10 deaths. And these were all like sex workers um, and escorts. And um, it's possible that maybe there's uh, some political connections here like maybe some of these people had um, come into contact with politicians mm-hmm. and may have been killed that's terrifying or that there are dirty police who are involved <laughs> nothing <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> not so good we're talking about scary stuff go ahead mm-hmm. I'll tell you so um yeah, they don't really know who this person is, and this has been ongoing. Okay, so in 2017, um, Suffolk County Prosecutor Robert Biancavilla, <laughs> Biancavilla <laughs> County CA's office announced that John Bitrolf, Bitrolf, I no, I love tonight, it, a carpenter from. Manorville, Long Island, was convicted in May of 2017 and sentenced in September in the homicides of two sex workers in 93 and 94, and he may be a suspect in at least one of the murders. But it's the same But that investigation Hmm. is still active. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, they were talking about, like, maybe using personal genealogy to find the victim any more victims or maybe the killer like they did with the golden state killer but 
Mm-hmm. If they have, they've been awful. It's probably much. because he's somebody. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always seems it's to like, happen like that, right? Yeah, we're going to bring it down to the Atlanta shooting. That stupid cop. You know that cop that was like, oh, he's having a bad day? I fucking hate that guy. And I swear. He's having a bad day. Yeah. Anyways. What? Okay, so I knew sex workers because of like um, some of the volunteer work that I was doing. And yeah, the thing is, is that the reason why sex work, especially in North America, will never be decriminalized or or um, made to be legal in any way is because, um, you know, cops, lawyers, judges, um, politicians, um, you know, anybody else in any sort of public figure doesn't want a paper trail for the women that they're seeing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and they right. probably... Or their, or their, like, constituents or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, for people yeah. to find out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. And... Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. And, um... Uh, they've probably all had a bad day and they've been able to take that bad day out on that person they're paying. So, yeah. Talk about being canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we had, we, around here, we had this lady who ran a Zumba studio in Kennebunk. Kennebunk, Kennebunkport. And um, she started doing mm-hmm. sex work on the side. Fine. Whatever. You know. Um, and But turned out she was actually filming her sessions oh, with these powerful <laughs> men. I think it was all men. And um, she got busted. Well, there was like a list of 26 names. Those 26 names were going to be released to the public. Only like the first 12 names got released. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the story disappeared. She's still around. And we were all like, Whoa, <laughs> who was on that list? <laughs> was it George God. Bush? Who was it? <laughs> yep. That's, that's, mm-hmm. That kind of happened with the Heidi Fleiss story, right? So, like they they really only centered around like Charlie yeah, Sheen, sure I think. Yeah, and then like somebody, every... Uh... Yeah, like everybody Not so else. Author- authoritative or whatever. Yeah. Low risk. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah, he was already like a, a dirtbag. So, like, oh, yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. These people whose names got listed and, and in relation to this, you know, scandal, which really mm-hmm. shouldn't have been a scandal, big deal. Um, but the people who got listed were like one was a local newscaster one was like a mm-hmm. local businessman one was like i mean they weren't like they were kind of prominent mm-hmm. but not super prominent you know and like the the press when the when the list first like the list or the list of like tapes or whatever it was when the list started being talked about they were like oh this is going to blow things wide open these are big names and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. they just stop stop reporting on it this um this long island um serial killer though you think that they would be able to find who he is by now i mean it's been 11 mm-hmm. years since the last body was found it's so sad 
Well, so maybe so he sad that move. they target those people, sex workers. Or, it's okay. You, know. you can use code. No, uh-huh. I just yeah. <laughs> you never know who's listening. <laughs> um, when I'm when I don't think they're listening, they definitely are. Um, it's just so sad because it's like such a you know nobody's like oh okay who cares and it's like there's still people you know so they just don't get right. investigated yeah, yeah. they're just like, doing a job it's so sad but it makes it so easy for them yeah <sighs> yeah so appropriate with mother goose club so, in the background. <laughs> there have been documentaries there have been all kinds of things so certainly there's so much to look into there are tons of people i mean there's like uh this guy joseph brewer who lives in oak beach was one of the last known people to see one of the women, Shannon Gilbert, alive. He hired her as an escort from Craigslist on the night Ooh, of her disappearance. He didn't like that. But he said that, <laughs> oh my gosh. He dropped the iPad on his head. <laughs> Shortly after um, Gilbert arrived at his residence, she began acting erratic- erratically and fled into the night. Gilbert was reportedly seen running through Oak Beach, pounding on the doors of homes in Brewer's neighborhood. Around this time, Gilbert called 911, saying that they were trying to kill her. However, police did not find any evidence of wrongdoing, and Brewer was quickly quickly cleared as a suspect. Not surprised. She, was probably she might have been drunk. You're right. She probably- mm-hmm. <laughs> Maya's, Maya's oh, listening hi. in. <laughs> I was asleep. You were asleep? Oh. <laughs> Welcome. Not a very nice thing to listen to while you're sleeping. <laughs> it's relaxing really nice listening to me talk about murdered sex workers. No, it's not oh, <laughs> it's relaxing being up here. Yeah, because yeah, it's quiet up here. Mm-hmm. We're upstairs in my bedroom. I saw this TikTok and it said, "Did Britney Spears predict Michael Jackson's death?" <laughs> no, no, she didn't. <laughs> okay. Thank you. She's giving us next next week's topics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) It's just like a three second podcast. Does she know dumb horse six six six? (laughs) Yeah. Do you know dumb horse? Ask her if she knows her actual name. (laughs) Do you know their actual name? No. No. They're a big fan of yours. Yes, we gave <laughs> Dumb Horse several. We shout-outs. will learn. Okay, Earlier. we will learn yeah. her name by next time we record, and we will give her a legit shout out. <laughs> y'all so. are welcome to follow her TikTok. <laughs> Is this live? No. You should make like live sessions of like podcasts. We're very yeah, disorganized, <laughs> but we're too dumb. Oh my god! Don't worry about Yeah, Maya, we barely are recording this. Like only. <laughs> Don't edit my part. It's only by <laughs> Satan's good graces that we're <laughs> recording. It almost didn't happen. Well, I think I'm going to have to wrap it up because somebody's starting to really get ah. sass in her ass. <laughs> it's me. I have to tell you this one quick story. So Damien, he always like the second Mike and I start talking, he'll start okay. talking too, but he just starts talking nonsense. So um, I looked at him today and I said, Damien, please, if you could give us five minutes just to finish our conversation, then I will give you all the attention you need. 
He looks at me dead in the eyes and he says, I don't need attention. And then walked away. <laughs> and I was like, that's all I have to do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. What do you yeah, that's a, I did that's it. That's exactly what Wyatt does, though. It like, cardio. you did every it. single time. It'll be completely silent for like a good ten minutes, and I'll start talking to Cody, and she'll just like suddenly decide that she needs to tell me something. Yeah, and it's like, give me thirty seconds <laughs> to finish this conversation. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Oh my Wyatt god! You should um, <laughs> you should reply to them more sixty six yeah. in their comments and say we're recording tonight and we need to do that. Okay. Yes, that's a good idea. I will do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. This was amazing. amazing. Maybe we'll record next week. All right. But we'll definitely try. Well, yeah, we'll bear, talk bear about it a lot. We'll definitely think about it. <laughs> My, my join join us <laughs> next week when we talk about some more okay, shit, sorry. and hopefully Jamie will join us from from her hometown of Kentucky. Thank you. <laughs> I've been that working really on it. Good. The pandemic has given me time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs>